uh, so I've got a little intro here that uh, where you can you swear to... in this? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. It'd be kind of ironic given the topic, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> A podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Mana. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mana, a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys that you are going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves to be extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living. That is exactly what makes them extra to me, and I'm excited for you to meet them. So now uh, today's guest and I have a lot in common. Uh, Throughout our respective and uh, increasingly longer careers, as we're both getting up there in age, uh, we've worked together uh, multiple times at different companies, and more than likely will again before we uh, hang up our our brand and marketing shingles. This guy's a genius brand marketer. Uh, we're both dads of daughters. Uh, in fact, two of our respective daughters uh, share a similar uh, name even, Lily and Lilia. Uh, he's just a little fancier naming his Lilia. Um, and uh, what preceded uh, all of the kids are similar marriages in which we both uh way outkicked our coverage, as they say. Um, amazing women that, that, that we are so blessed to be with. Uh, we both love music. That This guy has taught me more about music than I ever thought uh, I, I could learn, uh, especially live music uh, and, and of just the, the coolest, most influential bands that really only rock snobs know about. Uh, but um, neither of us are snobs. We're just passionate about what we, <laughs> what we love. Uh, and we both love podcasts. Um, in fact, uh, today's guest is the guy who introduced me to uh, this format uh, a few years back. And ironically enough, I mocked him incessantly for it. I thought it was the stupidest idea. I didn't understand how anybody would ever subscribe to these, uh, to these uh, things um, and all these little special interests, these niche kind of things. And, and here we are, um, ironically enough. So uh, if not for him, there would probably be no manna. Um, so, but most importantly, uh, and the reason that our guest is on this podcast uh, today is that we both share a deep commitment to our faith. Um, and yet we have different faiths. Uh, as you all know uh, by now, if you're listening, if you're a listener of manna, you know that I'm a devout Catholic who loves everything about my Christian faith. Um, today's guest is equally devoted to his Jewish faith, uh, which we get to dig into now today uh, to not just talk about the differences, um, but but actually to appreciate the similarities uh, in a very trusted, ordinary, uncom- uncomplicated way that uh, that uh, not only are we known for here on Mana, but it's the only thing we're qualified for here on Mana. It's very uncomplicated, very ordinary, um, but in fact, uh, a very Catholic voice uh, years ago said it best uh, when Mother Teresa herself said, I quote, uh, whether one is a Hindu or Muslim or Christian, how you live your life is proof that you are or are not fully his, capital H. So 
uh, I could not have said it better. And uh, without any further ado, please welcome today's very special man of man, Mr. Tim Rosen. Timothy. Hi, Jeff. Thank you. Thanks oh. for that introduction. Well, I, it I don't is, know if uh, I can live up to it, but... <laughs> I could have gone on and on and on, and it's just great to have you on Mana and and for 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 uh, for Mana listeners. Um, and this is this is uh, typical uh, of 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 our of our episodes. You know, you guys are tuning in now, and you're and now you're hearing like the actual show. Uh, what you didn't hear was the and there could have been at least an hour of just catching up with Tim, uh, which was so great. Uh, which. Uh, and, and Tim kept saying, you should, you should be recording this. <laughs> this could be part of the show. <laughs> but anyway, oh, it's great. It's great to hear your yeah. voice and it's great to have you on. And so we're just going to kind of jump right in, you know. Um, and and I could just I, one thing on the podcast. For sure. I, I love, love, love sharing things that with other people and they get as much joy out of it as I do. I mean, it's kind of, you know, why you, you know, talk with other people about that your passions is like just to show the joy you have in them and I'm happy you enjoy podcasts it's a yeah. great thing <clears throat> you turn me on and now you're a victim of that passion so yes. on, the, on the hot seat but anyway to jump to jump kind of right in um you know i i want to i want to and we'll get we'll talk about childhood and upbringing and all that kind of stuff in a second but i remember um, of the, of the low, the many jobs that we've, that we've shared together, uh, at one of our more recent gigs, um, I remember, um, you know, we were at work and, and you were talking about this. I think this was the first conversation we ever had about faith ever. And, uh, it was around, uh, a Jewish holiday. I can't remember which one. And you were talking about how you had to either leave early or you were going to be gone the next day or whatever. And, um, and, uh, and I was just, you know, kind of making small talk. I was like, oh, that's, you know, it's interesting. So that is that kind of like the whole family kind of goes and whatever. And you had said that, uh, that you and, and, and Chris uh, actually had different faith traditions, that you were Jewish, uh, Chris was Christian, and, and you guys were, you know, uh, you know wanted to ex- make sure that your kids were being exposed to both of those faith traditions because you both held them close to heart. And I just remember, uh, I remember thinking how cool that was and how, you know, what a, what a gift really, I mean, for, for kids to grow up in a house where, you know, not just for the diversity, you know, not just for the sake of like, Hey, look at all the differences, but, but to see their parents care enough about their, their, their respective faith traditions to want to hold on to them. And so I kind of wanted to start there just because I think, and now you'll probably like take all the air out of my balloon and say, yeah, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> but I remember that conversation vividly and I just kind of wanted to, 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 to kind of start there and say, you know, is that, is that, uh, it, how did you guys decide that, you know, and how far back did that go? Did that go back to when you were even dating and thinking about, getting married and having kids or, or how, how did it, how did you come to that? And how has it been going? Because now this is now you've got a, a, a late teenager. And so your kids have been living like that for a while now. How's it been? Yeah. How's it been going? Well, it's, it's been going great. I mean, I would say that there hasn't been challenges along the way and need to be flexible with the decisions we made on things like how we were going to raise our kids but uh, it's been wonderful. I mean, um, 
when Chris and I started dating, I, neither of us were thinking about it. I, like I, I wanted to find someone that I, I loved and cared for. And it, the religion wasn't that important to me in the grand scheme of things. While, while I did go to temple growing up, I grew up a, around a lot of Christian kids in my neighborhood. And I, you know, I moved to the area and there was a more Jewish area of St. Paul, but I didn't live in that area. And, you know, I, I didn't go to Herzl camp growing up. So there was a lot of exposure I had to different faiths uh, throughout high school and college. And when Chris and I started dating, I mean, she was not the first Christian girl that I had dated. And, um, and so it, it wasn't something that was top of mind. But then when we, even when we got married, we, we had made the decision that we were going to have an interfaith marriage where we were going to have a judge marry us and bring in uh, some, just more of the, the celebration of, of us as a, a new couple and God and, and not get into anything that would disturb that as it relates to being Jewish or being Catholic. Um, but as we got closer to getting married, after we got engaged, uh, Chris's mom uh, had introduced us to some interfaith opportunities to learn about, you know, both religions. And she really, uh, Luann, uh, Chris's mom, really helped us kind of think about it. And she invited us to these 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 great sessions with uh, leaders of different faiths around the Twin Cities, including Temple Israel, where we belong, in the Basilica uh, of St. Mary in downtown Minneapolis. And, and that really opened our eyes to, you know, how we wanted to approach our marriage and started to, to think about how we wanted to raise our kids. I, I didn't, the, the big thing was raising kids. I mean, mm -hmm. up until then, you kind of can go off and do your own thing and learn from each other. You know, we had a Christmas tree and we celebrated Hanukkah. Um, we developed a, a, a thing called Hanukkah where we brought my family and Chris's family together over the holidays to celebrate both. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, holidays together. But when the kids came around and we started talking about having kids, Chris was gracious enough to say, let's raise them to be Jewish. Um, and I, every day I thankful that she made that decision for us. I mean, part, part of it was how do, how do we think about where does she feel more comfortable? And mm -hmm. I, there were some things in the Catholic the things, things that made me less, less comfortable than when she came to temple. And it was about the old Testament that we both can, understand and, and, and learn from. So that was a very much a grace that she gave in, in allowing us to raise our kids to be Jewish within mm. this interfaith household. How did, you know, you bring up your parents. We'll talk about, we'll get back to the kids here in a second, but when you talk about, um, <clears throat> and maybe even going back as far back to like when you said you were dating, was there any, um, I mean, it doesn't sound like it. it sounds like, you know, like with Chris's mom looking for little workshops for you guys to attend. It sounds like they were pretty open, you know, and pretty accepting of the approach you guys wanted to take. But was there, was there ever any, um, did you have to work through any um, kind of 
um, concerns there, you know, or just helping yeah. get the, your parents, I mean, just the older generation and, you know, was that, was that a challenge at all? Yeah, there was some challenge. I mean, one, I, I grew up going to a conservative, uh, Hebrew school and temple in, in St. Paul, and there was pushback there. Um, I had made an appointment with the rabbi there to talk about my interests and there was not, uh, there wasn't very receptive at the time Mm. and the conversation didn't go as well as I thought it would, but I just talked to the wrong person and, and started talking to other people and, and to get different perspectives and the interfaith stuff helped along the way. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, you go back to my parents' parents, um, you know, that was where, you know, and then some family members, there was a little bit more questioning what we were doing and, and things like that, as I remember. But my family is very supportive. They loved Chris and they knew we were in love. And I, I think that, you know, that was where, you know, it, it, it's it stopped for them. I, I think they just wanted me to be happy yeah. uh, and us to be happy. And, and, you know, they trusted the decision that we wanted to make. So I, I never felt that from my my parents and, and my brother and sister, um, who actually also married, uh, uh, uh Christian, uh, spouses uh-huh. and, and their kids are being raised, uh, Jewish as well. So, and have had <laughs> so you're winning. Mitzvah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like, um, but you know, it's a personal decision that you have to feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I, I think it, it was right for us. Yeah. We had, um, as you know, you know, with our four, four girls, they all went to Catholic, uh, elementary school, um, growing up. And, uh, and then when they hit uh, middle school, we, we, we had moved, uh, to a, a district where then they went to the public school and for all of them, all four of them, when they hit like, I think it was like eighth grade, eighth or ninth grade, whenever the bat mitzvah, uh, age is kind of around there, uh, they all got invited um, to these bat mitzvahs. And I, I remember our oldest, Alice, who just unfortunately, like all oldest children, just have to suffer all of the new things. Like, oh, yes. I remember, uh, but this wasn't suffering at all. She came home and she said, oh, you know, I was invited to, I can't remember the girl's name, a bat mitzvah. And she had no, like, there was zero um, like perspective on even what that was. And so it was a really cool opportunity. And I remember I went Cause I was like, well, dang, I've never been to a bat mitzvah. <laughs> so I remember there was Alice and I, and we were there and it was really, really cool. Um, not any, like I said in the intro, not just from a novelty, like difference thing, you know, not just like, well, that's interesting. It, but, but, but to really see, uh, and especially for Alice to see young people her age who were as as committed and supported by their, by their faith community, um, and growing up in a faith tradition, you know, it it was just really, really neat, um, just to get that kind of appreciation. So I would imagine then now for your kids, you know, as, as they're, you know, surrounded by, you know, a, a variety of, different family types and, and, and faith. I mean, all different kinds of things. I mean, that's gotta be neat for them also to see that kind of diversity growing up. Yeah. And, and just to speak to our kids when they're, 
they had theirs together. They're 17 months apart and they had a, what they call B'nai Mitzvah, uh, two bat mitzvahs together. Um, and uh, it was incredible. I mean, the experience for both my wife and I and our parents, and uh, it was, um, it, it was as, it was everything to us and, and a culmination of a lot of work for our kids to get to that point. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a really, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of breathtaking as a parent to watch your kids mm-hmm. go through that process and actually watch them. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. How, what's it like, you know, you mentioned, um, with Chris and as you guys were kind of, you know, thinking about things and where the comfort was and, you know, you mentioned the old Testament, which is like, okay, that's, that's a, you got a bunch of books there that everybody has in common, you know, is what's it like? um, What's it been like for Chris, you know? And, and, and like you mentioned when you're first married, you know, everybody, you can can kind of just do your own thing has, has um, how have you seen her, like faith, just life, um, uh, evolve now that with kids, now you're all kind of, you know, kind of going in sort of the same direction or, or are you not, is it, is it at an individual level, does it not seem to be much different than when you guys were just married? Uh, you know, I, it's a good question. I, I don't want to speak for, for her here completely, but I would say, I mean, she's, very uh devout to her religion and catholicism and and um she hasn't wavered from that i think it's only helped her understand our faith a little bit more and the traditions behind it more importantly Mm -hmm. um you know along the way i mean her her dad passed away a few years back and and you know that i think her kind of grounded her a little bit more in her faith but also in her family and the importance of, of, um, you know, that commitment. It's, um, you know, I would say overall, I mean, I think she's gotten more spiritual over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's not, not wavered. It only helped that she has someone who, who, um, who supports that for her. Yeah. One of the great things that I'll always remember, you know, her parents don't go to Temple Israel, um, you know, obviously, but they they know people there and we've had interfaith things that Chris's mom has done. But when her dad passed away, they had the service at the Basilica and our rabbi came to it. I didn't tell him about it or anything. He was just there. And I was like, wow. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of cool that you know, they do a good job of embracing interfaith couples and, and teaching and, and things like that, that I think is also really important. You know, it it makes you feel like you're still part of that community and they don't, it's not a situation where you feel alienated. You know, they're always inviting her in at at Temple as well. Um, So like she feels very comfortable going in there um, into the services there as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and it reminds me, this is years ago and very random pop culture reference. 
but when um the da vinci code came out and um or the book not the not the movie um and you know everybody was reading da vinci code and i never read it but i remember one of our friends back at our, our church our catholic church you know, was just fascinated by the whole thing. She said, I think I'm Jewish <laughs> because there was so much. And, uh, and, and, uh, and I have to say, you know, even from being at that bat mitzvah that I, I mentioned, you know, I was very taken by the, by the reverence and the, it's, it, it's a very, and this is probably for you who grew up in, in, in the faith. Maybe it's, you know, you, it's harder for you to, just appreciate it because it's the only way you've ever known. But there's, it's a very, um, I feel like it's a very intellectual faith. Like it's a very, um, um, and this sounds very tactical, but it's very text heavy. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of writing and a lot of um, just really cool. Um, I don't know. There's, I was, it, it's very um, intellectually like stimulating, you know what I mean? And and, yeah. and so I think there's a lot, it's a very deep um Obviously, I mean, there'd be no Christianity without Judaism. So, I mean, it's it's kind of the root, uh, the kind of the root system. So, I think that's yeah. That's... It, the the and it also depends on where you go. I mean, the conservative. You know, I grew up going into a, a conservative synagogue, and it w- was tough for me. I mean, I I um, I found it a little bit difficult because it was a lot more in Hebrew than where we go now. I mean, there's a lot more in English. There's a lot of guitar. I don't know if you've been to a, a temple where they, the rabbi pulls out the guitar and plays mm. it. There's a, you know, it can be very family oriented and really focused on the stories behind it. Um, so, it, you know, that can play a role in, in how you feel about the experience. And, mm-hmm. and uh, um, but I, you know, I agree. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, uh, opportunities to talk about the stories and, and, you know, and, and a lot of the holidays come from those stories, of course. Right. Right. So speaking of growing up and the kind of, um, uh, tradition you grew up in, what, what was it like? Uh, you know, a lot of the guys that we talked to on Mana have similar upbringings where, you know, church was just, it was just kind of part of the lifestyle. You know, you just got in the, got in the car on Sunday, went to church, didn't really question much about it. But what, what was it like growing up um, in, a, in a Jewish yeah. faith? And, and does it seem kind of like as you, you know, chit chat with other guys, you know, like, eh, it's pretty much the same. Or was it, was it, was it more uh, intense as a, as a, as a kid growing up in the Jewish tradition? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I grew up in the, in the eighties so um, I graduated in 87 from high school um, and we moved to the Twin Cities from St. Cloud in, my, in the third grade. So there were a lot of kids in the temple that I went to that had been going um, since kindergarten together. So it, it, it sounds like not a big deal, but I felt like an outsider coming into mm-hmm. to Hebrew school when in third grade we were going three days a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Sundays. And, and I would get picked up on a bus at three o'clock on Monday and Wednesdays. Um, and it could have started in fourth grade, but, but mm-hmm. Mondays and Wednesdays, I get picked up on a bus uh, and I drive to, they take me to St. Paul. Um, I'd spend three hours at temple 
in Hebrew school. And then I'd get home at seven because I was always the last one dropped off in West St. Paul. So it was, it was intense in that respect. And I, I didn't, I felt like an outsider a little bit. Um, I, I think that there's, there was some challenges for me to learn. I felt like I learned how to read Hebrew, but I didn't as much learn what everything said. Um, it, or uh, what the interpretation of the Hebrew was. I just learned how to mm-hmm. read the, the letters and things like that. So, there, you know, it was, it was, it could, it was tough at times. Um, by the time I got to my bar mitzvah age, I got to know and be friends with some folks and that's in the seventh grade. Um, you know, and then you, after that you go less, but, but for a few years between, you know, fourth and seventh grade, seventh, eighth grade, you're going three days a week. Yeah. So it's a lot of time devoted to get ready really for your, your bar mitzvah. Um, you know, and I played hockey, you know, so sometimes I'd miss or my dad would pick me up at Hebrew school and we'd go to the Met and watch the North stars or something. So there was a lot of, um, you know, it was, it was a lot of work. I I just remember, um, growing up. Um, well, the discipline behind it, I mean, when you talk about that and then you compare it to, you know, a lot of us that grew up, you know, with, you know, an hour on Wednesday nights, you know, for CCD or, you know, it's kind of like, man, that's nothing, you know, and here you're three nights a week and, and pretty intense. That's uh, yeah. so fast forward for my kids when they were in fourth grade. Um, and my, my wife and I both work outside of the home. We had to hire a person to drive them to, uh, to St. Paul for their, for Hebrew school two days a week. And then, um, they had an arrangement where you could go to the Western campus that was at a different temple um, one day a week, but it was longer. And then I'd pick them up. So there, it was a lot of, uh, as a trying to keep them involved. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one thing that's really helpful is they had some really, really good teachers when they were young, like mm-hmm. for second, third grade, really good teachers that got them, you know, to have fun at, Hebrew school. Yeah. Cause when you first start out, you only go Sundays. And then at some point you start going three days a week. So it, it just kind of ramps up. And you know, that first experience, those first couple of years is important to that, to, to kind of feeling like you um, are, are okay with the people yeah. and the experience and what you're learning along the way, especially when you're that, that age. Totally. Totally. Did you find as parents um, and especially you from growing up within the, the tradition, did you find that with your kids going through it, and it's kind of cool that they went through it together. Did you find that their, you know, kind of journey, did you get back into it? You know, like, did it kind of, you know, bring you, you know, kind of closer I, or just kind of remind you, you know, uh, of it and, 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 uh, kind of not live vicariously through them. Cause you've obviously lived it already, but did it yeah. bring you back in a little bit more? It did. I mean, you know, there are times in my, you know, since I was a kid that like, it hasn't uh, been at the forefront of, you know, whether it's college or just my getting out of college where I wasn't, as faithful or, or, um, you know, going to synagogue or as much. And, you know, I still don't go all the time. I mean, I go through the high holidays and things like that, but, 
Absolutely. I mean, whether it was teaching them about some things, um, I really liked, I would, for my, the kids, when they were uh, in like first, second, third grade, I would go to their class and um, bring uh, 40 dreidels for the kids over Hanukkah. And we'd play the dreidel game with all the kids and the, and the teacher would allow us to talk about Hanukkah and the kids, my, my kids would come up and be proud of dad coming. <laughs> kids got to keep the dreidels. Um, cool. So I did that for three years, and, you know, and I, I mean, some of the kids would, <laughs> it hasn't happened in a while, but they would remember that I was there with the dreidels. <clears throat> You're the dreidel guy. Yeah. Dreidel yeah. dad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was, and I, I was, you know, proud of, um, you know, what we did, the decisions that we made early in the kids, um, you know, life to, to raise them to be Jewish. And, mm. you know, I just proud of them. And just, there was a lot of, um, pride that came along with that and what yeah. they accomplished along the way, but felt good about, you know, how we help them with yeah. that. <clears throat> cool. Well, Hey, uh, we are at the, uh, the fun segment of the show. And so this is, uh, as, as listeners know, uh, we get to this section, which is horribly named. And, and now I'm very self-conscious in front of a marketing guy that I haven't, it's been three, not, it hasn't been three years. It's been over three seasons and we still haven't come up with a better, uh, name for this sort of segment. Um, so this actually, maybe you could contribute to this, Tim. Oh, Rosen. Acronyms. Your, that's where you got to go with it. Acronyms. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. The, the, <laughs> the time tested, uh, marketing trick of, of, of some kind of acronym. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, well, so we'll think of that, uh, in the meantime, the fun segment. And so three questions, uh, the same three questions that we ask every guest. Now, obviously, uh, for, for today's guest, um, we, it wouldn't necessarily be, appropriate to ask our typical first question, which is about Jesus. Uh, and, and, you know, we asked the question about, you know, if you could hang out <clears throat> with Jesus for a day, what would you do? And, and, uh, and, and, um, the, the point of that question, when we're asking obviously Christian, uh, folks that have gr grown up in the Christian faith is, you know, if you could spend a day with, you know, the guy, you know, the man, like, who, like, you know, the, the, the most like, Oh my gosh. And so for you, Tim, you know, we even in, even leading up to tonight, <clears throat> uh, we were kind of, you know, batting around like, well, you know, maybe it's Moses, you know, if you could spend a day with Abraham, you know, or maybe Isaac. <laughs> and so I'm actually going to put you a little bit on the spot just because I know you're a very smart guy and, oh, and uh, you're going to be up for this. And so the, the question, the, the, the main part of the question is still persists. So if you could spend a day, just one day hanging out, uh, what would you do? Okay. So that's still the main part of the question, but instead of me assigning who that sort of most reverent, you know, kind of, um, figure in the Jewish tradition would be, you know, Moses, Abraham, whatever, like, I'm going to make you do it. So just thinking about, you know, if the whole point of this question is, man, if I could spend a day with the man, who would that man be? So, so it's a two-part question for you. 
identify who it is. You don't have to like justify it. We're not, nobody's going to, this isn't like a call in show. People aren't going to go like, I can't believe you picked him. <laughs> I am. Just, uh, so just identify I don't know who, who I is. pick. Can you I just go who? with the second part? <laughs> <laughs> identify uh, who it'd be. And you can just, Hey, I gave you three. You could just pick one of those. Yeah, if you you, want. you and know, then, I like, and then how would you spend your day? Okay. So that is question number one. Yes. Yes. And I, I told you that I don't, like, I definitely wouldn't say God, because that does seem like, it's like, hey, God. Um, but let me start with, like, if, if it was someone like that, I, like, I always think about, it's like introducing them to people. Like, I I, mm-hmm. I want, I would want them to know who, who I'm, who I am. Like, uh, mm-hmm. this is my wife. I want you to meet my wife. You know, she might come along. I want you to meet my kids. Like there's something that when you meet someone like that, whoever that might be, um, you f- like I I'm always like I want to share that experience or or share who I am if they're if they're that uh, you know reverent in my mind. So like that's mm-hmm. where where I go. Like I, like I. I, I also think about, you know, what you would do. And I like, I don't, you know, I, I think about some of the things that I like to do, like go camping and just sitting around a fire and just talking. Um, that's like something I love. I like just the chance to get to know someone uh, at a different level where, you know, you know, at the, at, when it's over, you've, you feel good about the conversations you had were no interruptions along the way. Um, right. Like, uh, so that's, that's where I'll go with. Yeah. They know more, they, they know more about you and, and you know more about them. Yeah. I get it. All right. Uh, fun segment question number two. If you, and I'm going to, I'm going to hack this up because I don't know whether to call it synagogue or temple. So, but the question is if you could go to like, so, so, so like, for 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 us, you know, uh, Christians, we just say church. And so, is it is it appropriate to say if you could go to synagogue or if you could go? Yeah, to temple? both of them work. Yeah, temple, okay. synagogue, interchangeable. See how flexible yeah. you are. It's just wonderful. Yeah. All right, so uh, someone there might be a better answer to that, by the way. But that's I'm going <laughs> that's with that. That's the one we're. You know, going with. it's funny. Like just just one other thing I would say is when when we were thinking about how we were going to raise our kids. Um, you know, we didn't have a decision made uh, early on. We, we, we were like, we didn't know at first, like when they were born. Uh-huh. But what we did decide to do uh, was have a baby naming ceremony because we thought, you know, that was something that had some tradition to it. And we we did it for both girls. We, we kind of created this, our own thing. And, and I've always, you know, someone told me this, uh, when we, when we were talking about getting married and, you know, the, the opportunity, you know, down the road of having kids. Um, and someone said, you can do whatever you want. I mean, you can make the decisions that feel right for you. And, and I think that's important, you know, and, and the faith you have has to be the faith that you believe is right for you. And that can mean a lot of things. And, and to give your kids that opportunity to make that decision as they, uh, grow and develop and learn other religions is also something that could happen down the road. And I, we're fine with that as, 
as an interfaith family. Um, so I just, um, yeah. I don't know where that started from, but I think, uh, no, I, I love that. No, I love that. that. No, I think, yeah. Well, and I, and it probably started with, I mean, not to overthink it, but it probably started with a little bit of, you know, me wanting to make sure that I got the right name right. And a little yes. bit of what you're saying, which is yes. like, whatever, like, yeah, exactly. I don't care what you call it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a yep. place that you go to worship. So given that fun segment, question number two, if you could go to temple, okay. With any other guy, okay. Uh, living or dead, famous or not, you don't even, you, you know, it could be somebody you've never met, just heard of. Um, but it's gotta be a guy, uh, who are you going to go to temple with? Yes. So, um, who would I go to there, you know, famous, there's so many people that I could choose at famous, like, like, but I don't know if the first place I would take them is the synagogue. Right. So like, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe that, that, that's okay. But, but, uh, um, I'd probably take my dad, uh, like, I, like, yeah, he's so important to me. And, and, you know, I just had lunch with my mom and dad today and I, I think so highly of them. And, and, you know, if, if I, if it, if it was a moment in time and I had to choose one person, I'm going to choose my, my pops, you know, mm -hmm. he's, you know, I've spent time with him there, but you know, as, as he gets older, I think more and I reflect on my life and his life and, my family and I am more and more humbled by all of it. And that's, that's who I pick. Yeah. That's cool. That's great. All right. Last question. Uh, fun segment. Question number three, if you could give uh, a piece of advice uh, to a, and a lot of guys that we have on the show have, have, uh, have, have sons. And so sometimes they're able to just, you know, dig, you know, a track out of their greatest hits of what they've actually told their sons as they've been growing up, but you don't have that luxury and I don't either. Um, but so the question is, if you could give a piece of advice to a younger man, um, about essentially about like turning into a guy like you, somebody who's comfortable and confident in their faith, it, uh, you know, and someone who just, it's part of them and, and has kind of shaped them and, and they're, they're not apologetic for it. Um, you know, they just, uh, they live that kind of life that other guys like me look up to. So what would be that piece of advice that you would give a younger man? Oh gosh. It's a good question. I love this okay, question. You're acting like you haven't seen these questions I before. And I briefly, know you've I, seen them. Okay. So, so, so. Jeff, <laughs> I, I try to like, I want to be authentic and I don't want to think about it too much here um, along the way. So I, I, I purposely forgot some of these questions. I love it. Um, but you're right. You did send me them in advance. Um, I would... I, you know, when I talk to the girls about this, about being humble, um, not to quote, uh, Kendrick Lamar here, but you know, great uh, song, by the way, amazing song. It, it like humility is such a cool thing. I mean, putting needs of others before your own is so important. Do things just to do them, you know, be different, do your own thing, but be be humble. Um, 
I also think about curiosity, be curious, like ask questions. I mean, I have a senior in high school now and it's like, fill your brain up with curiosity because that will help you understand like the decisions you want to make on where you want to go to school and what you want to do. Um, but humility is important. I mean, we, we have had the fortune, you and I, of working in an industry where we prioritize the understanding of what people think or try to understand what people think, get into their heads on why they make the decisions they, they make. And I, that's part of the reasons I love marketing is there, there is that curiosity, but, you know, putting the needs of others is just a part of that. And I think, um, you know, more and more people need to, mm -hmm. to think through that, especially in these times. Uh, so that's. Yeah. Well, I, um, really appreciate this, Tim Rosen, and I appreciate you spending time with me. And, uh, obviously I knew I did know you before, um, but for everybody else who's gotten a chance to meet you tonight and to hear um, everything that makes you, you, it's just been a real, real blessing. So thank you very much for tonight. Thank you, Jeff. This has been great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to MANA. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.